Hello, and welcome to Forward Church Online. In this weekly podcast, we hope that you'll have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Thank you for Jesus. We love you and we exalt you and we praise you in this house. In Jesus' name. Give somebody a high five and say, great to be in the house. And with that, our young people can roll. Have fun tonight. Man, I love you. What time is it? It's time to seek the Lord. Awesome. My goodness. Let's get ready to make room for more young people, yes? Man, that's just tremendous. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Father. We're ready to get into God's Word tonight. I really do want each one of you to really absorb this in your heart and reflect upon it in your mind. I am thankful for your faithfulness to Jesus Christ, and I'm thankful for your faithfulness to the house of the Lord. I'm really thankful for each and every one of you, and i got to tell you, the best is yet to come. So tonight, I'd like for you to take your Bibles and get ready to dig in. We're going to be all over God's Word. I like it that way. I know there's times that it's fun to kind of get into a book and go verse by verse and chapter by chapter, but there's also good themes that we can pick up, and tonight there's a theme that God's been ringing in my heart, and I want to share it with you this evening, and it's entitled, What Time Is It? I found this quote the other day, and I'd like to share it with you. Many who plan to seek God at the 11th hour die at 1030. Let me read that to you one more time. Many who plan to seek God at the 11th hour die at 1030. So now you know what time it is. It's time for people who call on the name of the Lord to really begin seeking God. We know how to seek for new homes, new cars, new boyfriends, new girlfriends, new relationships, new clothes, new events, new tickets, new gadgets. We know how to seek. Let me say that again. We know how to seek. But a lot of times our priorities are out of whack. And we end up seeking things that will not carry us. And God has a message for this house tonight. And I believe it's for the entire body of Christ. It's time for us to seek the Lord. In the book of Hosea, if you'd like to go there or you can follow along on the screen, it says, Sow with the view to righteousness... Reap in accordance with kindness. How many know that where there is righteousness, there's kindness? If you see righteousness, you're going to see kindness. If you hear someone talking about how righteous they are, but they're not very kind, that's not godly righteousness. How many know I'm in the text right now? Break up your fallow ground. How many know that our ground gets hard from time to time? Break up your fallow ground. It's time to seek the Lord until he comes to rain more kindness on you. Whoops, 
more righteousness on you. What the world is looking for are people who aren't self-righteous, but are filled with kindness. I mean, the world hates the world. Hello. The world's not real pleased with the church. Hello. There are many within the church that aren't even pleased with themselves, let alone those that are sitting across the room from them. So it's time to break up that ground that sometimes gets hard so that he can reign one more time in our lives a whole new realm of kindness. I love this quote, and I want to pass this on to those who are looking for that special person in their life. And this can be for those who are even listening by podcast. And I definitely want to apply this to our own daughter's life. A girl's heart should be so lost in God that a man must seek him in order to find her. That was by Jim Elliott's former wife. Jim Elliott, of course, was one of the missionaries that was uh, willing to lay down his life down in South America. Elizabeth Elliott gave that quote. I want to give it to you one more time because it's time for young people to get lost in God. Not in religion, but in God. Again, a girl's heart should be so lost in God that a man must seek him in order to find her. Boy, that's a great answer for me as a father as we, in our home, wait upon the Lord for that special man to come into Robin, excuse me, into Brittany's life. Oh, it's been a full day today. Robin, you know what I meant. (laughs) In difficult moments, and how many have had those? Seek God. In difficult moments, seek God. In difficult moments, seek God. I've been reading a devotional by T.D. Jakes and oh, how he can preach. Man, can he teach God's word. And I love to see Christians who get nervous around that man of God. And there are many that get nervous around T.D. Jakes because he doesn't mince anything. But I found a quote and I tried to put it out a little bit on some text this morning. It goes something like this. For every problem... God has a prescription. Like, for example, if you have an issue going on in your body, we're going to go to the doctor, and then we're going to go to Walmart or CVS or uh, Walgreens, and we're going to get some kind of medicine to help us, a prescription. But what we need to do is take our problems to the Lord. Every problem in our homes, in our business world, in our educational world, in the church world. Before you interface in social media, take it to the Lord. Can I give you some information tonight? It's free. You just think people are seeking you. They're not. Why did you say that? Because we are overextending ourselves in the social media. Most of those people aren't going to be there when your uh, life hits the wall. But God will be there. We need the church of Jesus Christ to seek God. It is time to seek the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6 to 7. So when you walk out of here tonight in just a few moments, your heart should be ringing with this message. God said something to our pastor. It's time for us to seek the Lord. 
not more of what's out there, not what is the latest uh, thing that I need to buy, not go check what is in the advertisement world and see if I can link to that, but it's time for me to seek God. I really need to seek the Lord. I think all of us need to seek the Lord. Isaiah chapter 55, 6 and 7 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Now, I wouldn't want to go real deep with that tonight because it is the middle of the week, but I'm catching a sneaking suspicion that God isn't always available if you just think whenever. When I finally hit the wall, when everything collapses, then I'm going to call upon the Lord. That might be too late. Let me go back to that opening quote. Many who plan to seek God at the 11th hour die at 1030. Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. Can I tell you something? One of the gauges that I have operating in my life is to make sure his presence is in this house every time we come in here. Of course, I'm anticipating when the place is totally packed, but that's not the top priority in my life. I've got to make sure that the presence of the Lord is here. Listen, people are going to come and go in your life, but there is one constant that should always remain, and that's Christ and Christ alone. And as long as he is here, we're in great shape. But if he vacates the premise, we're in serious trouble. I want you to know tonight, I sensed and felt the presence of the Lord when I walked in here tonight. Mm -hmm. I felt the presence of the Lord. Even though we may be tired, even though our minds might be scattered, there may be other things on the agenda and on the horizon, I can feel the presence of the Lord in this place. And here's what God is saying tonight. Do you know what time it is? It is high time for us as believers to seek the Lord. In Acts chapter 17, verse 27, it says that they would seek God, though he is not far from each one of us. He's a lot closer than we realize. And he wants us to call upon him. He wants us to pursue him. Gentlemen, I've been listening to Stephen Furtick. I've been all over the board with some of his messages. And he's got an incredible series out there about marriage and singles. We who are in love with that special person in our lives, we know what it means to pursue. And if you don't, you need to check a whole bunch of things. Because we know how to pursue. I know how to pursue my wife. I know how to go after her, not just for what I'm looking for, but I know how to woo her. I know how to reach her. That's what God wants you to be doing towards him. This verse won't be on the screen tonight, but listen to what David said. As the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul pants for you. Now let me explain something to you tonight. I received a call, a long distance phone call from a family that we knew many, many years ago. Sidebar. Because we have become so schizophrenic in this world, stay with me please, that we're looking for a show every time we show up. In the church or in the theater of the world. And this particular couple called me and they were from out of state. And they said, Pastor Dennis, we need some help. I said, okay, what do you got going on? They said, we're in a ministry and things have really kind of gone haywire. I said, I don't know what that means. 
Anything that you think of is happening in the ministry. Like it's gotten totally ridiculous. Like this is a ministry like ours here that believes in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. In the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But they began to share with me some things. I don't want you to run out of here tonight. That were happening in the church and it began to upset many families. And it was upsetting their family. And it was upsetting the children in that family. What am I talking about tonight? So I gave them some advice. Here's what I'm speaking about tonight. If you're looking for theatrical events, this probably won't be the place you really want to be. But if you have a heart after God, your heart should really be picking up the beat tonight going, I hear God, I hear the Spirit of God tonight. He's calling me to seek Him. And by golly, you know what, Pastor? I've not been doing that very much lately. Oh, I'll I'll open up the Bible and I might catch a scripture here, but then I'm on about my business because there's things I've got to get done. There's things I've got to pursue. It's time for us to seek the Lord. God wants you seeking Him. And what's that going to look like when you start seeking God? It's going to show up in righteousness. And what that's going to look like is it's going to show up in kindness. You can't be a seeker of God and be mean-spirited. Now, you may lay hands on people and they fall out. And you may do a host of other things and people jump over pews and chairs and all kinds of things. But when a person starts seeking God, righteousness shows up. And righteousness dressed up is kindness. And if I'm a mean-spirited person in the community and I'm mean-spirited in my text messages or anything that I put out there in social media... The clear sign to anybody that walks with God is this. That person doesn't know what time it is. Because it's time to seek the Lord. And does anybody feel the presence of the Lord in here? Man, I sense God's presence in a mighty way. Because you know what? The world's not going to run away from kind people. But mean-spirited believers, judgmental people, man, they're going to exit out faster than you can call them in. Come on, church. That's why God took out all of the vengeance on his son at the cross so he wouldn't take it out on us. Come on, church. Hello, church. If you have your Bibles and would like to follow along, we're in 1 Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face when you feel like it. Seek his face when it's comfortable. Seek his face when your body is in line. That's not what it says. It says seek his face continually. And I want to go ahead and help you with your frustration. Sometimes when I seek after God, the more I seek him, it's like, will you slow down? I want to catch up to where you are. Where are you? I was saying that today, all over the campus, in various places where I had to be. And I said, I'm calling on you. Where are you? But sometimes he must have that feminine quality about him. Where he just keeps, you want me? Come on, here I am. Keep coming. Have you ever pursued God like that? It's like, would you please stand still so I can at least bump up against you? Y'all are looking at me like, I don't know where this fits. Come on, church. Seek the Lord 
and his strength. Seek his face continually. The more that I seek him, the more strength he releases into my life. Yes, I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes, I believe in all the operation of the gifts. But I've seen people who said they've been baptized in the Holy Ghost show me things that would say they didn't know much about the upper room. Because when you've really been in the upper room, you walk out with a whole new slate, a whole new set of priorities. You have a different agenda. Hi, Peter. Hello, James. Hi, John. And the rest of the disciples and all those that were with them in that experience. So tonight, just a real quick glimpse. His strength is available. Seek him. In 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19. Set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Pastor, I don't know what that's like. I don't know how to seek the Lord. Well, then let's set your heart. Set it. Set it in your heart that you're going to seek him. And that doesn't mean you have to put on a robe and you've got to dismiss yourself from society and you have to become a monk and you've got to go away from everybody. It just means throughout the day you're in contact with him. And if he's not talking, you are. I just want you to know I'm thinking about you, Father. I've got you on my mind. Come on, church. Set your heart tonight and set your soul to seek the Lord. If you will set both your heart and your soul, it doesn't matter who comes in and who goes out. It doesn't matter. Come on, church. It doesn't matter if this month all the bills are paid and there's extra. And next month it's going to be really, it doesn't matter. Because you've set your heart and you've set your soul. Seek the Lord. Okay, pastor, we got it. Can we go home in just a few moments? God is saying something to us this evening. Seek me. You text everybody. You are on social media with everybody. How about me? Seek me. You're looking for all the things you need in all the wrong places. You really think people love you that much? Would you like to talk with me one-on-one? I'll give you about 40 years of information of working with people. Do you really think people love you that much? Really? More than he does? Seek his face. Ooh, it's really quiet in here tonight. Ooh, it's really quiet in here tonight. That's what he wants. He just wants you to seek him. Well, we're here on Wednesday night. What more do you want? Well, tonight I'm encouraging you, go after God's heart. Seek him. Pull on his heart. Pull. Step closer. I'm trying. No, you're not. Try harder. I didn't like to hear that. Okay. I had a few moments to go by the baseball field tonight. And when the guys were all done, I knew it was coming because I know... Chad Brock, and I know Alan Strickland, and and I know their head coach. Those guys were getting ready to run. 
Remember what I just did a few moments ago? But pastor, I am trying. I'm, I'm, I'm moving that way. Yes, you are. And I'm really trying. No, try harder. Oh, doggone it. I don't like that when he says that. <laughs> and so they start down first base and out across the outfield, deep in the outfield, foul pole to foul pole, back up to home plate. And some of them were lagging behind. No names mentioned here. And they're lagging behind. And the other players began to encourage them. Come on, you can do this. Come on, you can make it. Come on. And they all get in and they celebrate. And you can hear the coaches. Line up. You got to go again? Are you guys here? It's not something that we just do occasionally. Every day, seek God's heart. And expect opposition on the way. The more you try to seek God, the more interference you're going to have. That tells you you are on course. Have you got that? So I encourage you tonight. You are doing a good job. But don't stop. Keep seeking Him. For what God promised you. Don't give up. Just because the answer hasn't yet materialized, you don't throw in the towel. And I'm sure some of you are going, perhaps, in a skeptical way, haven't seen them up there yet, Pastor. Keep coming. Keep coming. And when you see that entire band up here, then you will know that God answers prayer. The property, I'm going to tell you again tonight, God's got the property all lined up. He's got the finances all lined up. He's going to be bringing in all the right people. Listen, all that he wants us to do is to seek his face. That's what time it is. That's what time it is. Come on, give God a praise. So that I can encourage your heart to stay with me. Four verses. And we've actually gone Old Covenant to the New Covenant. And throughout both covenants, God primarily is saying, just seek me. But see, a lot of people would rather have his gifts than to have the giver of the gifts. I want him. If he blesses me with gifts, I'm talking about spiritual gifts. That's great. But what I really, because see, you were thinking gifts as in material. No, 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 no. I want to operate in the gifts of his kingdom. But they are not as important as being able to really have him. One songwriter put it this way. Once it was the blessing, now it is the Lord. There are a lot of people that seek God for healing. For a miracle. But as far as just seeking God for the purpose of seeking God, that's not what they're after. Let me break that down. He really doesn't want to marry her. He just wants to go to bed with her. It's the same thing. You don't want me to be at that level right there. You really don't want to marry her and spend the rest of my life with her? Let's go back upstairs. You mean I've got to give my life to him and then serve him? That really wasn't my agenda. I just want him to meet my needs right now. It's the same thing. One is adultery in the natural. The other is adultery in the spiritual. This is to be a devotional time tonight. 
But we will frown. We will absolutely frown and kick these people out of the church. But we will embrace all of this superficial stuff of, I really don't want to walk with God, but I just want him to heal me. What if God doesn't heal you? Will you still walk with him? Let me break that down to you, okay? I hate to use this example because everybody says, as soon as you say this, people say, well, that was an age issue. Shame on them. But anyway, I had a cataract removed from my right eye. And unbeknownst to me, I had a floater that showed up. So I went and started throwing out money to talk to a doctor from another country. You don't know me well enough to how that really made me feel. So I cut that off. Not my eye, not my hand. I just cut that off because it wasn't changing. The floater was still there. Are y'all, I'm trying to help you to see. I'm down here with you. I'm into the practical things. But just because God doesn't give me what I want when I want it, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop seeking Him. Or I'm going to bolt out the door. Should I start preaching here? Well, well, I stayed there six months and what I was standing for didn't happen. So fooey on that, I'm leaving. I'll go somewhere else. Well, when you show up there, it's going to be just like it was here. God's going to teach you to seek Him. So I've been praying for several years now, like, uh, uh, Lord, as if he doesn't know. I need my iPad, and I need my computer at school, and you know all the work that I do. And, Lord, you see what I see. Every day, that floater is right there. It's like carrying a cloud in the eye. Lord, can you help us tonight, please? I am seeking him, and if he never removes that, and the frustration of blinking and having to clear my eye so I can actually work at my computer at school, and this is why I use my iPad versus this, because it's tough to pick up the verses. It's easier here. Don't feel sorry for me. I'm telling you about seeking God. I'm telling you that even if God doesn't answer your prayer, you still seek God. Okay, okay. You think that was tough? I just said, and I want you guys to get this, I just said, Jesus Christ, have mercy. I'm listening to Jensen Franklin this morning. He's preaching on the importance of coming from sonship into recognizing that you're a soldier of the cross. What does that mean? Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said this. We, we don't know what you're going to do. And we don't even know if he's going to deliver us. But we know what we're going to do. We're not going to bow. They went into the fiery furnace not knowing if God was going to deliver them. I believe in divine healing, but that doesn't mean everything we want, we get when we want it. And what I want to know is will the fire still burn while you wait for God to bring forth the answer? That's what I want to know. All right, let's move to the finish line. So if anything else tonight, I'm David. Miniature size, I suppose he was a big guy and all the rest of that stuff. He hadn't seen my game. I'm encouraging myself in the Lord tonight while I'm teaching. 
Because I know every one of you carry frustrations like I do. Like sometimes I just throw my glasses down in my, in my office on my desk and I just sit there and look at the computer and I say, would you like to do something now? You can't force God's hand. Like when I take my glasses off right now, it's like I'm in a cloud right here in my right eye. But I know what time it is. It's time for me to seek the Lord. But when we don't get what we want, we start pouting just like our children, don't we? You said you did you didn't do something. I'm not I'm done reading that. And if they teach me, I'm gonna walk out. Let's close with these verses. It is time to seek the Lord. Hebrews eleven six says, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So there is a reward when you just keep seeking. Just keep seeking him. The reward's going to come. God is a rewarder of those who seek him. I'm encouraging, just seek God. And I see, I don't want you to feel like, yeah, man, you live on a mountaintop. You gotta be kidding me. I'm not on no mountaintop. I'm right down in the thick of this thing with you. And I'm saying to my heart tonight, as he's saying to yours, it's time for you to seek the Lord. About everything. Jim Elliott said this. Father, help me to remember this quote. God always gives his best to those who leave the choice with him. You know how dangerous that is? Most of my life, I haven't believed that. I went out looking on my own. I want what I want when I want it. Is there anybody here tonight? I'm almost done. God always gives his best to those who leave the choice with him. God will reward you. I'm inviting you tonight. Seek God. Seek Him. He will reward you. Are Robin and I financially well off? Let me help you out. The answer is no. But are we rich? The answer is absolutely yes. Why? My oldest son is walking with the, with the Lord. My daughter, our daughter is walking with the Lord. Joshua, he'll be there. He's coming. He's walking with the Lord, but he's much younger. What more could I ask for? And grandchildren that have a heart for God, what more do I need? There's got to be a balance in the church. I'm not trying to wear you out tonight. I'm trying to get you to think with me. Everything that you're hearing may not be true. If this ministry teaches you how to make big bucks and all of the rest of the stuff, and we have jam up and jelly tight stuff, and people walk in and walk out and don't know how to seek God, we're in trouble. I'm telling you, learn how to seek God. When you're in the storms, when you're in the valley, when you don't know how is this going to come together, how will this work out? Seek God. Seek His face. Seek His face continually. Draw upon His resources. Cry out for strength. God, I can't do this unless you enable me. Proverbs eight seventeen, and then one other verse. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Oh my goodness. Now He just took me up to another level. Now he's asking me to be diligent about it. The reason I'm kind of picking up the pace here with a little energy is because to be diligent means you've really got to persevere. Let me break this down to you again. 
There are some mornings when I roll out about quarter to five, the last thing I want to do is all those devotionals. I mean, it's not, I'm not writing them. I'm, I'm gathering the information from the word for today, but then I've got to put all the email stuff together and I've got to tag that and send it and I shoot that three different ways with three different groups and all of that stuff. It's, do that every day? Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year? Are you kidding me? That is about being diligent. And there's times it's like, God, I don't want to do it today. And heaven doesn't even give me any answer. It's like, he don't want to hear that. He just wants me to be diligent. (laughs) I want you to be that honest and that raw with God. God, I don't feel like doing it today. He don't care about that. He loves you, but he don't want to hear all that. He don't want to hear that. And I know in a few more hours, I'm going to be up doing tomorrow mornings. I'm trying to encourage you tonight. Seek God. Seek his face. Seek his strength. Last verse. Matthew 6.33. Great verse to close out on. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his kindness, whoops, his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Man, if that would have been me on the cross, and when that scumbag started talking all that junk, man, I would have nailed his hind end so well. You hear a lot of righteousness coming out right now, don't you? What'd you call me? You die, sucker. Go to hell now. He was the epitome of kindness at the cross. Naked righteousness was on the cross and he had not one unkind thing to say. It's time for me to seek the Lord. You low down, you sucker. I'll come down off this cross and bury you. In fact, better yet, I'm going to just stay right here and speak a word and watch you go straight to hell. That's the self-righteousness that's in a lot of churches. Sometimes in all of our lives, at least mine. But if I seek his kingdom and his righteousness, he's going to cover me with a whole new level of kindness. Let me give you an example of kindness as we close. And I'm certainly not there. And I'm not suggesting the Lord needs to get me there. His name's Stephen. His accuser, Saul, who became the writer of most of the New Testament. He's present when Stephen is being stoned. And you think you've had stuff go against you? When was the last time you got hit by a rock? There's Stephen being stoned. It's in the book of Acts. He's being stoned, martyred for the name of Jesus Christ. And what does Stephen say? I'm not capable of saying that tonight. You know what he said, don't you? But see, we've been so gouged in the Pentecostal full gospel ministry that we would rebuke them, wouldn't we? But he was baptized with fire from on high. And this is what he said. Father, don't lay any of this against them. None of these charges don't place it against any of these. He said that as he is going down under 
the fire of stones. What is that? That's a man who is seeking God. That's a man who is clothed in kindness. Guess what? Can I join you tonight as we close? I got a long way to go. I've got to still be firm at the school, but I've got to be a little bit kinder because sometimes, ooh. I'm not saying I, I don't love the kids, but sometimes kindness doesn't come across. So God's been speaking to me. It's time for you to seek me more. More? Oh, what more? Anybody else ever do that? What else you want? Oh, I've even done this. You take care of my eye, I will. I know, go ahead and start throwing it at me, but just make sure you check your calendar. Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll go harder after you soon as I struggled when those words came up there about abandoning your heart. You know, I'm going to flip this real quick. If God's people in this house will abandon their heart, there'll be a lot less people abandoning this ministry. What's going on in the nation? Oh, we've got church services, but are we, do we have people who are seeking God? I close with this. He knows how much I love her. That would be my wife. And this is what he said to me. My son, I want you to chase me the way you chase her. And you know what my first response was? The rewards aren't the same. That's what I told my father. No, he doesn't live in Ohio anymore. I'm talking about Papa, my, my daddy, Heavenly Father. I, talk, I was being real. I said, well, there's a reason. Y'all need to pray. Let's pray together. Father, we love you tonight. I love this house. I love your people. These are my friends. These are my family members. These are my colleagues. These are brothers and sisters who we do life with here. Father, the message tonight is so simple, so clear, and so majestic. Just seek me. That's what time it is. Tonight, it is our supreme desire to seek you. And we know that you're going to reward. We know that you're going to take care of us. And we bless you tonight. God's people said, if you know what time it is, I'd like for you to stand to your feet. And please don't say it's 822. Wow. Wow. We do, don't we? Wow, we do. Look at this. Turn to someone and say, hey, I'm really proud of you. Wow, I'm really proud of you. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Wow, that's really cool. Look around too. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. Proud of you. Proud of you, sir. I'm proud of you. So let's make a declaration. That'll be our benediction tonight, okay? I'm proud of you. Sir, I'm proud of you. Close. And I'm 
so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you. You've never walked away. Could have. Probably should have. Didn't. Proud of you. Ditto. Because it's time to go. And I may not remember what I just said. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Get it there. Want to run sprints? I told my wife tonight, there's some of those kids that I could have beat tonight. I said, they don't want this. I would have. I'm really proud. I'm not. I'm really proud of you. Really proud of you. I mean that. Let's make a declaration. Carl. I remember the first service. I remember all the chicken you piled up on your plate. And I thought, God, where's that all going? (laughs) Let's make a declaration. I'm proud of you and your chicken. (laughs) Let's make a declaration and go home, okay? Anybody want to do the devotionals tomorrow? No? Darn. Let's, Let's make a declaration. Father, I thank you. That you're the giver of time. And we know what time it is. We make a new commitment to seek your face each day of our lives. We'll do this for Jesus' sake. Amen. All eyes right here. This is less than 30 seconds. I knew the Lord was going to let me use this. Eunice Gunter went home to be with the Lord. That's Almond's mother. Oh my goodness. This was her life motto. Right here, you ready? She taught children, grandchildren, all the people she fed at her home in Baldwin. She said, commitment's been made. That was her motto. Why'd you do that? You just made a commitment to the Lord. Commitment has been made. Let's honor those who've gone before us now. Commitment's been made. Let's seek the Lord. Thanks for listening to this edition of Forward Church Online. We hope this has been a blessing in your life and that you'll share this and other great resources with your friends. We want to invite you to explore our webpage at www.myforwardchurch.org. There, you'll find online giving, church events, and so much more. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter as there's always something happening around Forward Church. If you're ever in our area, we'd like to extend an invitation to come be a part of one of our live worship experiences. Thanks again for listening to the Forward Church online podcast. Have a great week.